if you're a buyer and you're paying cash and you want options, that Champions Gate, Reunion, Four Corners, Winter Haven, all of those areas um, are seeing deals. Orlando, Florida is the theme park capital of the world, but it's actually so much more than that. We cover all things real estate, theme parks, and the stories that make living in Orlando such a fun place. This is the Orlando Real Podcast. It was all started by a month. All right, so what we're gonna do is dive into what's going on uh, nationally and the mortgage defaults that are happening and are not happening. We're gonna look at builder trends and where we're seeing no more incentives offered than other ones. And then also on the resale side, where are some of the best buys that you can have uh, in our area? Because right now it's kind of an interesting thing of like very tale of two markets. And uh, it's something that I've never seen before uh, in regards to being this close together and yet, so very different in what we're seeing in the real estate market. So everybody else is popping over. Sean says, good to go. Aubrey says, you're back. Gerald says, game on, bro. So Dizdeb said, hey, everybody from Horizon West. Uh, so for everybody, I appreciate you jumping over to this one. So let's get into it because I think there's a lot of interesting things to talk about uh, in general. So let me pop this over here. Just make sure we're good. We are good to go. All right. So there's a, my favorite place to pull data from in regards to what's going on with loans and, and real estate mortgages, because it can be very wild out there. If you watch CNN or CNBC or Fox News, wherever you get your news source from, everybody is saying that the sky is falling. And listen, I'm not going to sugarcoat this at all. The overall amount of people getting mortgages is down like 40%. The overall amount of people buying houses in general is down, at least locally, like 20%. And yet that doesn't actually equate to what's going on in home values. And it also doesn't equate to how many people are behind on their mortgage. So let's talk about sort of the overall economy and what we're seeing here. So this came out uh, actually September 28th. The newest one's going to come out next week. But I was diving into the loan performance insights in September of 2023. What do we see that's going on? So overall delinquency rates. This is people that are behind on their mortgage in Louisiana, Mississippi, New York, West Virginia, Alabama, and Oklahoma. It ranges between three and a half to 5%. Now, this is actually uh, down year over year, which is kind of wild to think about. Uh, this is down anywhere between four and 6% comparatively year over year. Now, let's look at 30 days or more. This is people that are behind on their mortgage at least 30 days or more on a national level. Uh, we're sitting there somewhere around uh, 3% is what it was last year at in, in the summertime. And it's actually fallen in all categories, 30 days or late, uh, 30 days to 60 days, 60 days to 90 days, all the way to people straight, straight up in foreclosure. Really, there hasn't been a lot of change. In fact, all of those numbers are showing that the numbers are going down. The amount of people that are late on their mortgages have continued to drop. And so uh, it's an interesting and encouraging kind of thing. Now, you might think, well, Ken, like, What's going on with, with credit card debt? Because that's a big one, right? Now, credit card debt is, is out of control. Outstanding balance, credit card balance from 1999 to present. Uh, you look at how much we've, we've broken through a trillion dollars in credit card debt over the past you know six months or a year. Um, and you kind of look at this trend line over here, like we had back in 2002, it got pretty high and then dropped as the recession happened all the way to 2013. We had pretty low credit card debt all things being considered. And then all the way up through the pandemic in 2020, we ran it up again. Then people said, what are we going to back to work? I'm getting the stimulus is kind of gone. I'm paying some of this down. I'm going to use my savings because a lot of people, my friends included, were like, hey, I'm sitting on some cash, but I'm nervous about what's going to happen. And so they were living off some credit card debt. Now they went back to work. 
They were able to pay off their credit cards. That started to drop. But now we're starting to see credit card debt go up and up and up. And so you start thinking to yourself, like, what's actually going to, how is this going to potentially affect the real estate market? Well, I don't know about you, but if I had to make a decision on defaulting on my credit cards, my car payment, or where I live, where you live is probably going to be the last one. I think that that's why we're seeing the overall rates for delinquencies on mortgages really, really low. In fact, if you look here in Florida on the map here, it really hasn't dropped or changed at all. It's less than 0.25% uh, of the mortgages of, of a change over the past year. Uh, you look at the states that are kind of like the highest, that are our highest link, uh, delinquency rates. Goes all the way. Let's see. I had top 10 list here. Let's go. There we go. So we got top 10 list is Louisiana, New York, Mississippi, Oklahoma, District of Columbia, Illinois, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Alabama, and Arkansas. So we're not even in the top 10 here in Florida, which is very, very different. And so that's why I always talk about real estate is localized. You have to look at like what's actually going locally to decide what's going on in the market. And then that's talking about, you know, from a global US standard, then we look at Florida. Now let's actually dive in even, even more so locally uh, into Orlando. Like what, what are we seeing that's going on? So you look at like price decreases overall. So this is actually pulled right from the MLS. It's our board that puts it out. It's like the five county area. Uh, this is just single family houses. So that's why the price is so high. I can dive into condos and townhomes, but uh, single family is a good benchmark of what's going on out there. Uh, months of inventory is still pretty low. Average list to sale price is 529 uh, or average list, sorry, average final sales price is 529. Um, and here's a couple things to pay attention to. These are like the data that I think this is why you guys are the smartest audience in, in around. If you guys watch our channel, you'll be the most informed when it comes to uh, real estate. So the price differences. So the original price that someone listed their house to, to the final list price. This means like they decided to list for 500 nothing happened. And so they said, Hey, listen, it might be our marketing, but it also might be our price. Let's reduce the price a little bit. And so the average person dropped their price $16,000. Now from there, it's showing that the final list price to sales price was another $12,000. So on average, if you're out there over the past week and you bought a house on average, you're getting about a two to 3% discount based on what you're seeing out there. And so if you're looking at all of these different houses and you're like, hey, listen, these prices have to come down. I'm going to get a 10% off, 15% off, 20% off. That's what a lot of buyers are asking us right now. We're just not seeing it in the market. And that's good. If you're a homeowner, that's good. Uh, going back over to uh, the data from, um, from CoreLogic, they basically look at it, all of these percentages, by the way. One, one of you guys very smartly asked last time, well, what about the people that have paid off mortgages? Well, apparently... A third of America doesn't even have a mortgage on their house, which is kind of a wild stat. And so they're actually only looking at homes that have mortgages and if they're in default or not. Uh, so when you look at the amount of equity out there, like if people, and this is already starting to happen for us, like student loan repayment, it's now popping back in the market. We've got credit card debt. We've got all the different kind of consumer debt for people that's getting out of control. Many people are coming to us and saying, listen, we're going to sell our house. Take that 100,000, 200,000 in equity, pay off our consumer debt. Yes, we can go rent something or maybe buy something a little smaller. We had a, a one example, somebody bought in 2014, they bought their house for like four or 500,000. We sold it for like a million three. 
And they took that delta, paid off everything, plus paid cash for a new house and put themselves in a really, really good position. So if you're struggling with a, with a, a job loss or consumer debt, there's options out there for you. Um, but because so many people have so much equity, we just don't see this massive foreclosure wave coming. Like as an investor, I'm looking for opportunities all the time. And that's just, it's not the, the, the well that I'm going to right now um, to see if I can find deals. So anyhow. Johnny says, what's up? Ken's back on. So sorry about that, man. <laughs> uh, any so Sir Piglet says, what any idea what the average price drop is? Yeah, so it's like 3% on average from when people list their house. And then if they do a price reduction, it's on average 3%. But for the homes in general, the final list price and the final sales price is roughly 2.5% um, off. 25 to 3%, depending on where it is. So where are the deals, right? Like if you're looking for deals right now and you're like where should i be looking what opportunities are there uh, i was kind of looking over here just kind of going through this list there's been 2300 homes that have had price reductions and it's all over it's winter park it's apopka it's zellwood uh you know i look at where the majority of these are and i click over on the map and you can see i don't know if you guys can see the numbers here it's a little tough to see on my little screen over here but if you can see this map you look at where the most and the majority of the price reductions happening right now and it's really the southwest area of central florida it's the the champions gate the reunion the four corners area um you're seeing a lot of stuff in the the resort markets that are really seeing a pullback in terms of pricing whereas like Really, Lake County is doing really strong. Horizon West is doing really strong. Lake Nona is doing really strong. Uh, downtown Orlando has a ton of sales. So while that number shows 220 in the middle, you're talking about 50 different zip codes kind of combined, not a ton there. Uh, but down there over in the resort market, that's really the number one place. And so when we start looking at builder incentives and homes that you've got, if you're a buyer and you're paying cash and you want options, that Champions Gate, Reunion, Four Corners, Winter Haven, all of those areas um, are seeing deals. And they're not like half off deals, but they're like 5% off deals and 8% off deals. And we'll see if that becomes a trend and how deep that actually gets. Um, but you will see, you know, for sure. Uh, Master Gunman says, People have been talking about a real estate crash for the past 10 years, and those who've missed out on buying in the last five will be very upset because they've missed out on everything. I agree. It's um, it's an interesting one uh, when you think about what to do right now. I was talking to a good friend of mine earlier today, and he's like, you know, should, should I buy a house? I'm like, dude, I don't know your financial situation, but um, I think it's a maybe. Like, it's always a maybe, depending on where you're at in life, because look at these interest rates right now. Like average interest rate, according to again, you know, this ridiculous thing is like mortgage. If you just type in mortgage loan on Google, what's the average? And it, it, it brings everything together. They're saying it's over over 8% uh, for a 30 year fix, but most people are buying rates down right now. And so, oops, this is the credit card stuff. Most people are buying rates down and, and you're looking at like an 8% rate. That's kind of a pretty typical sort of thing right now. And so if you're looking at an 8% rate and you can't afford it, then you probably should rent. Renting's probably cheaper for you right now. But what's your horizon? What's your long-term goal? If your goal is to stay put for a long time, then you buy the house if you can afford it, if it's not gonna put you in a bad spot, and then you refinance as rates come down. You look at the amount of bond activity right now and what's going on, and all signals show that they believe that sometime next year, rates will start pulling back. If it's not next year, it'll be early 
2025. And so anyways, that's my suggestion is like, depends on your horizon. I want to make sure you can afford it. Uh, don't put your family in a bad position because that would be a terrible idea. <laughs> but I don't think like the win is for people to just hang out and wait for prices to drop 40% because I just don't think uh, that it's going to happen. Uh, Diz says the studio looks great. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. We we uh, we reconfigured it. This is the same room that we've been doing it from, but everything used to be on this really small wall over here. So we just we stretched it out a little bit, so we can have more people around the table. And if you guys don't know, we have a secondary podcast called The Balance, where uh, some ladies on my team talk about kind of like what it's like to be a mom in business and that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, we're just going hard after the content for 2024 and beyond. OG sports collectibles checking in from Holland, Michigan. What kind of, what kind of, what's OG sports collectibles? I love, I love collecting things. If you haven't noticed. Um, all right, let's go back to some other people here. <laughs> Master says no, uh, no deals in Lake Nona. Pricing is very strong. Pickle says Mineola is booming. It really is. And there's like more and more, um, more and more emails that I get from builders that are like, Hey, we got a new section opening up. We got 300 new houses opening up. It's kind of insane. I saw one interesting one. Speaking of uh, deals, Lennar is offering insane deals in a lot of their communities, but most of those again are going to be over in the, um, let me show you here on this map. This is kind of like where a lot of their incentives are. You've got again down here in the Auburn Dale, Lake Alfred, Davenport, a lot of houses down there, Lauman, those kind of things. Um, some of them in over in Claremont, but again, you can see on this map, it's mostly, oops, let me just get on my head here. Mostly kind of that Southwest area of, of central Florida. They're doing some deep, deep discounts. Uh, like these guys are going six, seven, 8% off, but again, it's really more, more so down in the resort market. Um, let's see. Sean says, do I hear that Hamlin is getting a Sephora near Crumble? Do I think this will lead to more retail coming to Hamlin? So, dude, I had always heard that Hamlin was supposed to have more retail than it actually has. And so every time there's like something new that opens up, that's not the vision of what everybody was sold. We all kind of grown a little bit. But, man, I'll tell you what, like I had a flat tire the other day and we went to Action Tire there. And for the amount of bad press that that place got in regards to on the Facebook groups. They're like, Oh, actually, what do we really need a repair center? And yeah, we do. Like you're in a, an area with 25,000 rooftops and there's like one tire shop over in Windermere. We need this kind of stuff. Ace hardware is opening up and I'm excited. I don't, it's like a little silly thing, but like for me living in a new suburb with like not the creature comforts of everything, like all these little things add up to me in terms of like, how like how far it takes me to get somewhere on a Saturday project or not. Um, and so to me, I think it's kind of dope. Um, let's see. Team, uh, what's up? 2024 and beyond. Yeah, that's exactly right. In terms of where we're looking for for different things, for sure, man. We're all, we, my team and I, we had a, a meeting this today. We're like, listen, we're going to help the people that we can help always. And sometimes it's going to be more people and sometimes it's going to be less people. But what we want to do is set people up to win. Win today, win in the future. And so, um, you know, if you're looking to buy or sell a house, uh, we're not just going to talk about real estate tonight. we got a bunch of other stories to talk about. But if you're looking to uh, buy or sell a house, reach out. We are more so putting you in a good position. And again, if it's to rent, like we don't do rentals right now, it's just not a, it's a weird thing in Orlando. I was going to say we don't have time, but we've got all the time we need. <laughs> if you guys want to hang out with me, uh, it's a weird thing in Orlando, in Michigan, where I'm from originally, and I was selling real estate, 
uh, a, a lot of property managers and real estate agents would work together to make leases happen. And they would, you know, they would compensate each other in, in Orlando. It's like a very weird thing where they offer like $20 or like $15 to put together a lease. And, or sometimes you just don't get a call back from a property manager for like weeks. And so it's because they want to manage the whole process themselves. And so it actually isn't the greatest experience for our tenant representation. And so we try to figure out a way to make this work. Um, but what we found is that it's best for us to give you kind of a lifestyle tour online, show you some different areas, and then point you in the right direction for the property managers. And then when it comes time to buy or sell, you know, give us a call. Um, but anyways, it's kind of a, a weird time. We'd love to help tenants. It's just not our, not our thing at this point. Um, so this is a good question. Do I think that Lake Nona has hit its max value? I rent 2655. I was thinking about buying a home in the area. You know, max value is an interesting one. I think that it still has plenty of room to go. I think that once Lake Nona is built out to its fullest potential with the job component of everything, I think prices will continue to go up. Um, I've kicked around the idea of selling my townhouse there because we have so much equity in it. But then I'm like, then what do I do? Like, where else am I going to go buy? I'm so like bullish on that Lake Nona area. I'm like, I'm just, I'm going to ride it out until my kids are out of college and uh, go from there. So that's my, that's my deal. Um, yeah. So uh, Kajal says, Kajal and Raj, I think I got that right. Um, you guys are looking to buy in Toll's Horizon West community. And so you're talking about Ovation at West, or West Haven at Ovation. Um, I love that community in terms of just the quality. The product's great. I think the location's really good in regards to Flamingo Crossing and close to Disney and all that kind of stuff. Um, you're going to have all the things that you want over that way. Um, in terms of, yeah, that, that's that's it. That's my community thought. <laughs> I think that Toll Brothers builds the best, best value in terms of our quality. Value-wise, they're going to be the most expensive. Um, and so you're going to have to trade off like your budget for what actually um, you can get at the end of the day and relocating from Canada. That's awesome. There's a couple of great banks. If you're not paying cash, um, there's a couple of great banks that we've been working with lately that lend for people that don't have us credit. And so if that's something that you need, make sure you reach out. We're happy to help. Someone says, uh, Payless says, we need a Whole Foods in Groveland, Claremont, Mineola area. Man, I don't know if Whole Foods is going to come, but I, I heard the other day that somebody was kicking around that like Whole Foods Trader Joe's thing was coming out that way. So I know because I look at the Lake Nona area and I wonder why the heck one doesn't go there. So we, we kicked it all the way up to corporate and it's they have to look at the average income of the housing in the area. And so right now, Lake County is still so like, new and rural there's just not enough rooftops there that have a high enough average uh per in per capita income um for it to happen i think eventually that makes total sense but right now i don't think they're going to be hitting it placido says what's going on from mount dora good to see him talk about mount dora not seeing much of a price drop at all i mean looking at the, the map out here it's kind of like no man's land claremont groveland mascot all this area right here, like the most, the smallest amount of price reductions in general. All right. So I need to know. So a bunch of people checked in. Oh, somebody said that they're, work, they're working HHN tonight. Where are you at? Totally missed it. But now I want to find it because I'm like, where'd it go? Did she delete it because she's like, oh, I'm working. I shouldn't, uh, I shouldn't be posting that I'm working. Anyways, if you're out there working at HHN, I appreciate it. You only have a few more, uh, a few more times um, 
few more nights until you're you're wrapping up for the day. So Kristen asks, what's up, Kristen? Usually Kristen's my partner hanging out. Good to see you. Oh, Alex is right underneath you. There we go. Uh, how many missed payments before a home is registered as delinquent? So um, for the purposes of, of that credit suisse and uh, the credit, uh, there we go. The loan performance from CoreLogic, um, they're looking at active mortgages. So 30 days late on your mortgage goes to your credit bureau immediately. And then it starts counting back. And then every area is going to be a little bit different in regards to when they file foreclosure. Um, and so in this in this regard, they're basically saying, hey, four missed payments is going to result in a foreclosure. And so um, that's, that's when like the foreclosure rates would start to come. So the fact that we look at these 30, 60, and 90-day rates and that they're all stable if not falling across the country is good if we started seeing more and more 30-day lates start piling up then four five six months from now we could see a lot of foreclosures and then every state's also different like um again like florida's foreclosure law is different than michigan's which is different than ohio's in regards to some states once they foreclose and it's stamped they can kick you right out um, other states, they have a redemption period of up to six months or sometimes a year, I believe. I uh, remember Michigan was six months for sure. And I think California has one of the more liberal uh, takes on that. And so you can literally be foreclosed, not be paying a dime other than utilities and stay in that house for free uh, and, and potentially even redeem your house back. But again, thankfully, we're not seeing a lot of those, uh, those things going on. Uh, Alex T, I just want to give you a shout out. Thank you so much for watching from HHN. You're, you're said you're you're working. That's awesome. Um, are you a scare actor? Like, are you are you like dishing out food, or how do you how do you watch YouTube while you're also are you like got us in your ears and then you're jumping out at people? I don't know. I'm excited though. Um, all right. So Alan says in recent months, loads of accepting lowball offers in Western Osceola, mostly older UK homeowners retiring back to the UK and still doubling their money. Good agents know how to find these deals. You know, it's interesting, Alan, you mentioned that because I, we do look at like days on market. So if you find a house or maybe you've got a budget that's 400 and you're only seeing houses that are listed at 440 or 450 or 475, and you're like, ah, oh, this house is so much over my budget, but the house has been on the market for six months or nine months. That's the time to go in and just test the waters and see. You know, it's the it's the properties that are currently listed and they just hit the market and they're priced right. That's when it's silly to go in really more than like three to you know, two to three percent off, if you will. Sometimes we're getting multiple offers. Like I'm dealing with one right now, it's in a decent price point, like 800 plus multiple offers and multiple are cash. And so you have to kind of know, you're right, Alan, you have to be able to tease out some different areas of where are some opportunities for myself as a buyer or for us as uh, looking for clients. So uh, Miles says, uh, am, I, am I currently hiring? I'm a notary. I'm taking the, the real estate test on Saturday. So we're not, um, and just throwing my head out there. So feel free to submit your resume. Any of you watching from operation side over to real estate side, we're, uh, we're kind of pulling back on hiring agents right now, unless you're experienced, like really experienced. Uh, but we're always looking to meet great people and build relationships. So uh, Alex says, I'm the makeup artist. And so we're done with most of our work. My lead is also watching. His phone is next to me. Well, I appreciate you guys. You guys do phenomenal work. Uh, we couldn't we couldn't be scared. I mean, the, you know, what, what kind of what kind of jump scare would it be if they didn't have the makeup on, right? Like those masks are great, but the makeup, you guys make it happen. So I so appreciate it, uh, everything that you guys do. Um, 
Master Gun Gundam says, uh, you need to make a video about the upcoming Epic Universe with the big Nintendo park. Hey, man, if you haven't checked us out at the Orlando Reel over on Instagram, we are actually putting out a ton of content. A lot of drone work is going into that, and we'll be keeping you updated as things progress. We're going out there like at least every other month, if not every month, to get new drone. The amount of work that's going on over there is incredible. Incredible. It was just dirt like 18 months ago. And now there's coasters and buildings and landscaping. And just, and it's insane the fact that they say they're not going to open up for another 15 months or so and how far along it actually is. It's very, very cool. So, um, yeah, definitely follow us over on Instagram if you have, if you haven't yet. Um, Jeremy says, uh, I didn't see Kristen, so I assumed that she was at HHN. <laughs> That's, you know what? That's pretty yeah, it's important. It's probably probably right. Not wrong, Kristen. He's got your number. Uh, Florida man says, what are your thoughts around new apartments being built in Horizon West? Lots more still in planning. Listen, I think that people need to live somewhere. And I think that it's always been in the master plan. I know there were a couple apartment buildings that were supposed to be retail or supposed to be single family, but not a lot, man. I think that the overall master plan was that there was going to be apartment buildings. And so, um, whether it's people in transition, it's people that just want lock and go, you know, they don't want to buy something. They just want the, the hassle-free nature. Um, we got a lot of cast members at Disney, uh, and team members at universal that live there that, you know, have two, three people per apartment in some areas. Cause those are pretty expensive. I had a friend living in a two bedroom in Horizon West, an apartment for like twenty seven hundred a month, and I was like, "Bro, like you can go, you can go buy a house. What are you doing?" Uh, but anyways, I digress. I think that it's it's a good it's a good thing. Like we need some diversification now. If they build too many of them and the schools get overcrowded and all this other stuff, that's not good. Uh, but thankfully, in Horizon West, there's like again another new elementary school opening up this fall. They just they're expanding the schools like crazy. So. Uh, John says Epic will bring over 10,000 new jobs to the area. Oh my gosh, you guys, I am so excited about the video that I just shot today. I found this video from the 1960s. It had to be late, late 1960s because, um, some like there were rockets taking off and they were showing different stuff here, but it was all here in Orlando and it was old shots of what Orlando looked like. And it was just so, so incredible. So I did a bit of a reaction video. We're going to do some, uh, some kind of like back and forth of what it used to look like and what it looks like now. I'm excited to share it with you guys. It was a cool, cool video to shoot there. Um, where was I going with that? Oh, so the Orlando Sentinel said that they thought that Disney would eventually bring 30,000 jobs to, to Orlando one day. And I thought that was kind of cool because now there's like 75,000 just with Disney. And then you've got Universal and SeaWorld and all these other ones and people that their livelihoods are because of the theme parks in one way or the other. So uh, just very cool to see. Another little interesting stat. At the time the video was shot in the 60s, the total population of Greater Orlando was like 202,000. And we just crept over 2.1 million. So very cool to see. Uh, I'm excited to see where we go as a city from now on. Uh, oh, good question, Kim. So how long of a drive do I think it's going to be from Serenoa Lakes to Walt Disney World when Sawgrass Connection opens? I would think it's going to be like... 12 minutes, like nothing crazy. Um, it's going to be very, very quick. I mean, you really, it's a straight shot. You've got the the little hump over there and then at the lights, and then you're right into Flamingo Crossing and then light right into the back end. So it depends on the park that you're going to, but like 10 to 12 minutes makes sense to me. 
Um, Elizabeth asks, um, would I ever release a list of preferred vendors in the area, flooring, general contractors, et cetera? Yeah, 100%. If you reach out to us, uh, you can go on our website or just email me info at posegroup.com and let me know what area of town because some people, we've got our list that are on the west side. We've got people on the east side. We've got something for pretty much every trade at this point. And um, flooring, I've got a phenomenal person for flooring. Like this guy just did work at my own house. He's done work at tons of my family and uh, and friends in the area, as well as a lot of our clients. So that's that's what we do. We try to make the connections. Um, Ab, he says, what do I think about the Deltona area? How are the future prospects planning to buy from Ashton Woods in Deltona area? What's wild, man, to me, I look at some of the builders that are like marquee builders to me. Ashton Woods is one of them. Toll Brothers is another. And when I look at places like Toll Brothers and Ashton Woods going into Apopka, when for the longest time that was like not in their price in their wheelhouse. And then now you see Ashton Woods moving into like Deltona and eventually what's going on in DeBerry and the downtown areas there. I think that those areas are value plays. They're going to be longer term value plays. You're looking at 10, 15 years before maybe 20 years, you know, right? So you get like all of the things that you really want. Um, but if you're looking for a value and you wanna be 30-ish minutes from downtown, it's a great option. It's a really great option. New construction, all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, very cool. Uh, Hunch says, love the content, brother. Man, thank you so much. It means so very much. Um, uh, going back to the Toll Brothers at West Haitian Ovation, would I ever co-list? And also, if someone chose Ken Posick, do we get to you or your team member just thinking ahead? Um, co-list, co yeah, we co-list all the time. So like a lot of my team members will list something on the co-list. Um, but in terms of being like the realtor of record at your house, it just depends on the area of town. Um, I have an amazing team and we're all kind of like experts in different areas of town. So depending on where you're looking, like I hire amazing and, and develop amazing people. Um, and so it depends on what it is. So hopefully the same service you get from me is the same service you get from my team members. So just reach out and we're happy to make sure that we're put in with the right person. Uh, Singa, Singa, sorry. Yeah, Singa, 888. Am I seeing people back out due to property tax and home insurance being readjusted with all the new purchase price? Not really back out uh, of, of like a pending deal. We are seeing some people that you know came here, and listen. If your if your primary residence, your taxes are pretty much fixed. You know they've got they go up two percent, three percent a year with your homestead. Uh, now, if they're an investment property, they're going to obviously go up much faster. But insurance is a big one for people, and so many people will say like, if it can't cash flow as an investment property, or maybe they just you know an extra thousand dollars a year is just too much for them, they might sell. Um, but I'm not seeing it in waves. It's it's really like every once in a while, this kind of stories come out. Um, more so the people, I'm hearing the story more so with the consumer debt payoff than I am with anything else at this point. Um, so hopefully that helps. Master's got tons of stuff to say tonight. I appreciate it. These are all good conversations. So Disney still owns the land in Nona. My prediction is that they will build some type of office there. I don't think that they will ever sell. You're right. They do still own it. And so they did take possession of it. And they also have, I know uh, from just conversations that I've had that they actually have to do something on the land or it reverts back to Tavistock for a certain dollar value. And so if they don't work on it, it's going to go back to Tavistock. So um, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, if they do like an office building, I, you know, the more, the, the farther away we get from the past year and what's happened in Nona and the whole Disney backing out sort of thing, 
makes me believe that it was political, yes, but mostly financial. Like if you look at the position that Disney's in financially right now, not awesome. Like the stock is not doing really, really well. And even Iger came back and when he said, I think I read it in Forbes maybe a few weeks ago where he said, listen, it's it's actually much worse than I thought it was when I came back in. And so if they were to drop a billion dollars on a new campus, and originally the numbers were like 800 million, but what I've heard was that once they got through design and furnishings and all other stuff, it was like, like $1.5 billion, um, big, big number, not going to look great to investors. And so you pull out, you bring some people back to California, you stop relocating people here, but then what do you have? You know, you've got this land in the area. It makes sense for them to have a bigger presence and a bigger hub here than that they currently have. Uh, so we'll see once they get kind of a little bit more uh, on the right playing field, we'll see what happens. Uh, speaking of Disney and Universal, which is better, Guardians or Velocicoaster? Uh, all right. So Velocicoaster is the best roller coaster in Orlando for the coaster. But Guardians, in my opinion, is my favorite ride from the theming to the smells to the music to the actual ride itself and the spinning. So Guardians is my favorite ride in Orlando. But Velocicoaster is the best roller coaster in Orlando. Brandon says, what's up, cuz? What's up, dude? Good to see you. No, so CJ says, can only millionaires or people with family money afford homes in Orlando? Is there an opportunity for others where cast members and team members can't afford to live here? Man, this is a huge problem, right? I look at, I know what this is why Disney's doing affordable housing area. Universal's doing a, a, an affordable housing area. But most of these are only, well, these are only rentals. And I don't love that because as a team member or a cast member, how is it that you're going to be able to afford, how is it that you're going to build wealth? And it's proven a hundred different ways that people that have a home have a bigger net worth and more financial security than people that rent. And so um, I look at, there are some areas like Polk County is wide open and there's still tons of new construction. And with the pay increases that Disney's bringing along, I'm hoping that some of you will be able to still find home ownership in Orlando. Uh, I know Lake County is getting to be a little bit more expensive, but there's still plenty of opportunities there. Here's the big one is when we start having some of these, you know, 516 starts coming in. I, I just talked to CFX, by the way. I think I shared last week or the week before that there's like the 516, the new toll road was supposed to be coming this year. It sounds like he told me that early 2025 is when that's going to be done. Uh, they're finishing up design right now. So their website was actually wrong that I was reading, but talking to the guy literally this morning just to get the right, the straight scoop from him, that's what he told me. When you start having more accessibility to some of these farther away areas, like yes, it might still be a 30 minute drive, but everywhere in Orlando is a 30 minute drive. And so you're gonna allow affordability, hopefully to open up a little bit more than as interest rates come down. Um, my hope is that fellow team members and cast members will be able to uh, purchase a home. Uh, Vicken says, Ken, is it better to buy new construction outside of Orlando or inside of Orlando for the long run? Well, I mean, it's interesting you say that. So I was looking at other builders kind of prepping for this. And there's a, there's a builder called Domain Homes. Um, they actually, I'll show you this, they're, they're buying rates down to 5.99 on a 30-year fixed rate. And they've got all these spec homes that they're that they're built throughout the downtown areas. I think that those are really great opportunities for people. Um, if you're looking for infill kind of stuff that's already constructed and you can get a lower rate. Um, that being said, I feel like 
the growth opportunity strictly for investment is going to be in those outskirt areas. So the Lake counties, the uh, St. Cloud area, I think is a, a value add and a long-term play, um, but great opportunity. Um, so yeah, it just depends. I mean, listen, if you're going to buy in Winter Park, you're going to pay a premium for it. The value over time is going to be there for you. But if you're looking for like a bigger upside, like Horizon West was, then you go to the other areas that I just mentioned. Let's talk about the holidays and we'll wrap up for, for tonight. Um, oh, wait a minute. Hugh, man, thanks so much. For those, you said Ivanhoe resident, great piece on the downtown Paramore area this week. Hugh, it means, it means the world that you watched that video. It was a very different video than we had ever done, but something that I'm very passionate about. And so uh, even though it didn't get the views that I had hoped it would get, uh, I, I thought it was a good legacy piece to watch what happens in that area. So thank you very much for watching. Um, all right, so let's go over what's, what else is going on. Um, uh, gosh, I got other questions. I'll make sure I get all of your questions before I leave. Um, what else is going on? So we have the great reset of Halloween to holidays, Christmas, all that good stuff later on. And there's been a lot of cool stuff that I've gotten from the media outlets and from directly from different companies. So the first one I thought was interesting is Aquatica. So Aquatica over at SeaWorld is going to be doing uh, a nightly show along with your park ticket if you go there. Now it's getting a little chilly in my opinion. And so to see these run all the way through the end of the year, I'm like, man, I don't know how many people are gonna be swimming, uh, but they are pairing basically uh, this Saturday. It'll be, if you get a ticket, then you stay afterwards at night, there's going to be fresh popcorn, snacks, hot chocolate, drinks, specialty cocktails, whole bunch of cool stuff like that. And then you get to watch a movie. So uh, out, out right, right, right in Aquatica. So Hocus Pocus is this weekend, but then literally next weekend, it changes over to Christmas. So Muppet Christmas Carol, National Lampoon, Grinch, Polar Express, Elf, Santa, and they kind of continue to reach rechange re uh, re those every Saturday night. Uh, and tickets there are really inexpensive. I think the, the tickets start like at $12 or $13 a month. You can like set up a whole pass if you're local. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, also, Holly, this is, I'm massively stoked about this right here. Where are we at? This over here. Uh, Christmas at Hogwarts. Oh my gosh. So, so cool. Um, they basically have a ton of different things. you got Christmas at the Wizarding World of Hall uh, Harry Potter at Universal. You've got Universal's Holiday Parade, which is going to be by Macy's. We've got Grinchmas at Universal Islands of Adventure. They've got Mannheim Steamroller coming in and a holiday tour. Universal's really doing it up. And the longer that I live here, the more I appreciate Universal and everything that they're doing. And then obviously you guys know you've got Mickey's very Merry Christmas party, uh, which starts November 9th. That's crazy to me that in, what is it? Two weeks In two weeks, there's going to be very Merry Christmas party over at Disney. So uh, lots to do here. And one of my favorite times of year, I love Halloween and I also love Christmas. And so just for me, it's like a big kid all year round. So let me know down below, what's your favorite event, whether that's Halloween or Christmas and where, like what park are you loving this from? I appreciate that very much. Um, all right, we got other people. I want to answer your questions because you, you asked. So Heather asks, why do we find that other podcast? It's called The Balance. And um, I'm trying to think of the best way to go. But if you follow like Bree Tucker over on Instagram or Emily Berry over on Instagram, I'm, I'm following them, that they'll have the connection there. But really, it's on everywhere podcasts are available on Spotify, Apple uh, Podcasts, and all those other ones. Google Podcasts, it's everywhere. Um... 
Oh, here we go. Bernardo says, um, joining late from Lake Mary, are you seeing recent transplants 2020 and onward selling due to return to office mandates? Again, not a massive outflow, man. I, I anticipated that unfortunately for us, because I love so many of these people that have moved here. A lot of them are saying like, Hey, if you're going to force me to go home or for force me to go back to wherever home was, uh, I'm just going to quit and stay and find another work from home job. There's so many companies out there where work from home is prevalent that they're usually able to find something pretty quickly. Um, I'm not saying that it, it doesn't happen at all because it does, but it's not as many because with the amount of inflow that we had in 2020 and 2021, I sort of anticipated that 30% of those people would have to go home. We just didn't see that. I think that's cool. Uh, Chris asks, will Island Village and Celebration have condos available? Do you see any resales popping up over there in the next five years? Chris, there's, yeah, there's already resales that we've sold uh, over in Island Village. Uh, townhomes, yes. Condos, I don't believe so, sir. I think that um, apartments are going to be over there and you can see retail on the bottom and then there's the apartments over. Those aren't for sale. When I looked at the little plan for Island Village, it just was really townhomes, rear entry homes, and then estate size houses mixed in with apartments. Um, yeah, Caesar says uh, they're never going to sell because they expect people to move if they stop working for Disney or related companies. Might be. Uh, Perry says, Good evening, Ken. On new construction, what's the average build time? That's a really great question. So it depends on the builder and it depends if they've already started the home. So many of these builders were doing spec houses. So uh, they didn't had, they had more buyers than they had homes. And so they started building these. And if you pick up something that's along the way, obviously that's going to change your thing. But um, it also depends on the quality of builds. So like a Lennar or a DR Horton, it's probably going to be a six to seven month build. Whereas something like uh, a Madame or Toll Brothers or a Pulte might be more like an eight to 10 or 11 month build. And so it just depends on the quality and if it's in, if it's already in construction or not. JJ says, I, uh, I, I suggest people buy homes for each of their kids. I've bought three, one for each child. Florida will have expensive real estate like California, New York, New York over the next 20 years. You should buy now. We've done the same. We've bought we've bought one for each one of our kids, and we're gonna have some decisions to make once they go to college and beyond, or if they decide not to go to college because there's some great trade schools and other things like that. So depending on what they would want to do, do they want to live there? Do they want to rent it out and take some cash flow? Um, so there'll be definitely opportunity for that as well. CJ says, "Thank you for the thoughtful answer. That was for the people that were over at." Uh, the team members and the cast members, absolutely. All right, so here we go. Getting into your uh, your your answers here. So it would be Christmas at Magic Kingdom on Wednesday morning. Oh, that's true. It's gonna be like it's gonna be like that. Absolutely. What's up, Chris Colgan? Thanks for checking in. We man, I love your stuff in North Northern Virginia as well. You guys crush it. Uh, Kristen says petrified forest in Altamont Springs. Ah, I was not I was not strong enough to go with the team when they went and checked out petrified forest, but it did look. Pretty awesome. Uh, a lot of people checking in, uh, talking about Osprey Park over in uh, Osprey Park. My kids love it. That's so cool. 
Uh, Vicken asks, are there any new information about Dreamers baseball team? And, and there's not. They're, they're working through permitting. And, I, and again, I just from following the team lead, the tea leaves, this is where I think this is going. It's like they have to get permitting and the site approved. And then they're going to go to the MLB and try to get a team. You would think that that would be changed. Like they would get the team first and then they would go find the stadium. But I think they needed to find they needed to prove to them major league baseball that they had the money secured, they had the land secured and they had the zoning secured. And once all of that, then they go to ask for the team. It stinks to see that the Tampa Bay Rays have now looked, I think they're moving to St. Petersburg. I saw, and they're building a beautiful new stadium. I had hoped that they would come here. Like that would have been so awesome. Um, the Orlando Rays or something like that. I don't know. We'd have to change the name, obviously. But uh, but yeah, so I don't know. They're right now they're they're submitting permitting. I can see it working through the system. And I'm following that very, very closely because once they get approval, I'll be like petitioning the MLB to get something here because I think that would be really, really cool. Um, listen, I'm wrapping up for the night. I so appreciate you guys jumping over. I have to go back now and reformat all of this because the other one uh, died out on me. I don't know what happened there, but thank you so much for showing up and asking questions. Uh, it really means the world to me that you guys tune in like you do. And so until next week, I will see you guys. Make sure you follow us, by the way, over on Instagram, the Orlando Real and Ken Posick. We're putting out new content there, short form content, all of the time about life in Orlando, stuff that doesn't make it on the channel here. Uh, so you can get a really good feel if you're thinking about moving here or you already live here and you're trying to just get a little bit more information about your hometown. But appreciate you guys. Have a great night. If you've ever thought about moving to Orlando or you're looking to buy or sell a house anywhere, my team and I, we'd love to be your real estate resource of choice. At Posit Group, we've got over 500 five-star reviews and we're helping people from all around the world find home in Orlando. Make sure you reach out, info at posicgroup.com. We'll see you guys in the next episode.